Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to In the Hole Podcast with yours truly, Joe Mango Mangano, Ron Pellegrino, and Ryan Gonzo. Gonzales. What's up, fellas? How we doing today? I'm doing good, man. Still living the Corona lifestyle, but you know, it's taking it day by day. How about you, Ron? What's going on? I'm a little heated, man. I'm a little Let me heated. Hear it. Well, first of all, bought luck in coffee. Got a couple shares of that. Shit plummeted. COO is, well, was fabricating their sales, fictitious sales and all that. Bought that crap at $26 a share. It was down to four bucks this morning. Well, Ron, I would advise you as a financial uh, professional. You're not financial, Jack. I'm a financial professional. Um that you don't know what you're doing, and I think you should uh, look at stocks for the long run and not the short run. Oh, I was. I was looking at the long run. All right. Anyway, oh, I, I mean, a bigger I, bone obviously, you know, down the four, you lost what, like five hundred percent. Anyway, give or take, uh, bigger bone to pick. I am calling out the parents of Roxborough, big time. There are people bringing their children. To ride their bikes on the track, the high school track, not the place, not the place. I'm doing my run. This girl, I, I feel like I'm doing a crash course. I'm ducking and dodging and weaving during my run. How many how, how many miles did you do? Uh, like three point one or something. Oh, it's a five k. I did that yesterday and it was tough. I was about to die. It is. It was. It wasn't easy, but I, I'm just saying there. It's just like you look at the boardwalks, you know, they, they tell you not to ride your bikes after a certain time. I'm out here trying to run. There's a million other places you can have your child ride your bike. And then when I decked the five-year-old girl, I look like an asshole. Did you? No. <laughs> but if I did, I look like a jerk. But th- you shouldn't put your kid in that situation. First of all, they're not even watching their kids. They're having conversations off to the side. The kids, God, they don't even know where the kid is. And then there, you got people on their phones walking in the lane one. Like, come on, man. It, the people of Roxborough, disgusting. Wow. Mango, how do you feel about well, that? Well, as a fellow uh, Roxboroughan, I would have to say that some of these people in this neighborhood, they're just not that bright. It's plain and simple. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, we're supposed to be, you know, staying in our house six feet apart. To me, you know, they're just gonna have to shut down the track. Plain, plain <laughs> that uh, means no run, no running for Ron either. Plain and simple, shut it down. Oh, if people can't follow the rules. It's a track. You run on the track. You walk on the track. You play exactly. stupid track and field on the track. You don't ride your bike on a track. Dude, there's like five bikes on there. I'm losing my mind. I I I'm, I'm I, think, I just think you're making a big deal out of it, Ron. What I think you need to do. I think you need to go on Roxburgh Rants and Raves and voice your opinion. Well, I got a podcast here. That's my platform. <laughs> well, I think you need to take it one step further. Join the Roxburgh Rants and Raves group uh, group on Facebook. Voice your opinion and your disgust of the irresponsible parents letting their stupid kids ride their bike on the track. And and while you're well, at I thought, it, Ron, I, I thought I was make sure you share the link to the podcast. <laughs> Well, I thought I was talking to the mayor of Roxborough, right here. Look, can you do anything? Uh, I mean, listen, I, I I can put the word out there, but uh, aren't you the mayor? Listen, I I run my household. 
I, there's no shot you run your house. Your mom beats that ass. We're not. We're not going to comment on on that no longer. Um, <laughs> I'm a grown man. But uh, here's the thing, Ron. Uh, you know they they did shut down uh, Kendrick Recreational Center. They were playing basketball there for a couple of days. They finally shut that down real quick. They took the nets down. I think it's only a matter of time. They, wow. they just got to lock up the track. The only way you can get in is if you hop the fence. And we damn well know a lot of people cannot hop that fence. Our guest coming up later in the show, he, he actually ate shit hopping a fence a couple weeks ago, intoxicated. Uh, Nathan Moore. But uh, anyway, uh, just some news to throw around out there. Uh, Mango, you said uh, you had something on LaMelo Ball. I did. Um, as of about 10 minutes ago, LaMelo Ball and his agent purchased the Australian basketball team that LaMelo was playing for. Um, LaMelo Ball is a potential number one pick coming up uh, in this draft. Uh I don't know how that's going to affect his stock. I mean, does that mean he is going to be staying in Australia, playing with them as, you know, as owner player? Jackie Moon style. Which, phenomenal movie, semi-pro, yeah. shout out. Jackie Moon. Um, but what does that mean? Also, I love the fact that he kind of did this because it's just showing the fact that he's no longer with the big bullet brand. Pretty much telling his pops to take a hike. Um, my take uh, on it is, uh, you know, the rich just keep getting richer. You know, um, you, you you buy a team. He has the money. His agent has the money. He's gonna have the money playing the NBA. So I mean, I think it's a smart business move. I, I uh, congratulate him, and I, I agree with Mango that he's like kind of sticking the middle finger to his pops, saying, you know, I'm doing my own thing and I'm making my own money. I like it. Uh, I sure as heck don't think that it's going to prevent him from going to the NBA. No offense to the Australian Basketball League and our dear friend uh, Aussie, but uh, it just doesn't compare. There's no shot he's not going to the NBA. Yeah. Good point. But um, in other news, uh, the Korean Baseball League is still playing, and they're playing with Mass. Uh, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts, and do you think they're doing – like something ethical? Do you think they should shut their league down? Do you think the MLB should wow. use masks? That's, keep that's going right a, now. Like a fascinating point. Because if you think about it, in baseball, you could kind of keep the social distance, distancing into effect. I mean, pitcher, I mean, a catcher and like the hitter, they're a little close, but everybody else is kind of far away. And with the amount of times they switch in and out the baseball, um, I don't know. I think it, you know, you could ask medical professionals, I'm, I'm no such, but. I think it's, you know, possible to, you know, still play games without fans and, and still play baseball. My question is, are the masks that these Korean baseball players are wearing, are they the N95 masks? I would like to know that because if they are, what the hell are they doing over there? Send them over here for our first responders that need them. You don't need them. What the hell? <laughs> Just because you want to play baseball and stuff like that, you got people over here in America, like nurses, doctors, and everything else that could use these N95 masks. But, oh, I'm in Korea. I'm going to play baseball because that's what we want to do. Now, if they're just a shitty brand, hey, you can keep them and keep playing your baseball. 
No, I think, I mean, is it everybody around the world? I don't know how effective Korea, Ron, do you know how uh, affected Korea is by this disease? Uh, not nearly as much as we are, actually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. You know, if 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 they need, you know, I don't know, I don't know. What do you what do you think, Ron? I I don't know, honestly. Uh, this is a re- the reason I'm not in charge that's of this a country. Hot, that's a hot take, that, Mega. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think MLB is doing the right thing. Right now, I, I mean, like, I don't bash the MLB for not playing when you see South Korea doing this. If anything, you you question Korea. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, if, as long as, like, there's, like, their players are not getting effective, I don't see any, any problem with it. Uh, I will fair. tell you That's what. Fair. Today is a very sad day. Um, today was the Phillies' home opener. Yeah, I had freaking um, tickets, man. First pitch is uh, roughly in about an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, you got, got plenty of time. Um, from what I heard from an inside source, I heard people are down in the parking lot tailgating as if there was a game. That's awesome. Also, wow. that is why um, the um, – I, I did see on Twitter that they shut down the, uh, the, the testing tents for the corona. Maybe the people tailgating have a reason for it. I got to say, that's not a good look for social distancing, I'll tell you that. Well, the problem is, is I don't think people understand the definition of social distancing because they're not following it. That's true. So, Mango, when you're, when you're in your cop car, don't you have a partner? That is correct. So, aren't you scared you're going to contract this disease and potentially give it to your family riding around in this well, car? Well, what we do is uh, wow. on the shift, we usually... Uh, you know, whoever I'm working with, you know, I ask, you know, uh, how you feeling? And, you know, uh, have you come in contact with anybody? And before I get in the car, you know, I wipe down the car. I pretty much give the, the car a car wash before I get into it. Um, so, I mean, 30%, 33% of people are asymptomatic. So, I mean, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's tough when you don't have enough cars for everybody to drive around in a car by themselves. I think they should give you a moped. Hey, if the department wants to pay for it, you can sign me up. I would pay five dollars for Mango for a picture of Mango riding a moped. <laughs> I'll pay ten. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's keep it moving. Um, so, in other news, the NCAA officially granted a year of eligibility uh, for spring athletes, and I did see that some winter athletes are upset and. I just want to see what you guys think. Do you think winter athletes and sports should deserve their eligibility? I think they should uh, suck it up. Um, They played a full season. I know you didn't get to play your championship, um, but I feel like it, you know, it's, it, the shit happens. You, you played a full season. You most, some of them played uh, in their, in playoff games. So, I mean, you can't, you can't complain about that. I feel bad for them, but you know, I think it would cause too many problems giving them a year of eligibility. I also think that uh, I, I, it's just an option that NCAA is granting. This is I bet you seventy percent of the athletes still don't come back with the seniors. That that's just an option. These people still didn't even get to play their senior seasons. You guys at least got to play a lot of games, and like it is what it is. But like, 
just because they have the option doesn't mean all these spring sport athletes are coming back. Yeah. They got a lot of I, I kind of – I pretty much I'm on the same page with you guys. I agree. But just for the hell of it, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. For instance, you got a guy like Lamar Stevens. Lamar Stevens, he's a senior at Penn State, also went to Roman Catholic. Shout out, RC, brought him by him, baby. Um, I believe Lamar was somewhere between six to ten points off of the all-time scoring record at Penn State. Um, if he had one more game to play, he would have no problem. I believe I believe uh, Stevens was averaging like 17 and eight on the year, having a career year. Uh, just got announced as second-team All-American. Um which is phenomenal for a kid, for was, a kid like that. Was that the guy who was dunking at, at Philly U back in the day? Mm, yes. 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 Okay. Yes, they would play their games there. All right, I'll, I got a response for you, Mango. Uh, uh, a boo-hoo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because you're the leading scorer at Penn State basketball, congratulations, you're six points away from being the tallest midget. Like, Penn State basketball is a good I, I agree. Let me hop in here. I mean, it's like being the saves leader at Philly U. Wow, coming, coming oh right at, God. coming gonna, right at Luke, Luke we're Moore's gonna, throat. We're gonna skip that one. We're wow. just gonna move along real quick. That's All a right. good point. All right, we'll just. Uh, I guess we'll skip that. That's what uh, you think. Jesus. Um, but okay. So last podcast, Mega, you had mentioned that you believe DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league, without a doubt. Which got me thinking. I think we should have a little debate here of who do you think the top receiver in the league is and also the top running back? We'll start with wide receiver. I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins as my number one. Now, tell, tell me why. He he produces, man. He He's very reliable. He catches the ball. He does everything right a wide receiver does. He runs excellent routes. You throw the ball anywhere in the vicinity, he's catching it. Um, I mean, he. if I'm a cornerback, I'm not, I don't want to line up against him. Now, I'm going to raise you Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can argue that. Um, I mean, all, all our points are that we're going to have all valid points here because I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, well, you didn't mention Julio Jones or you didn't mention that guy uh, or you didn't mention this guy. Uh, yeah. Who do you think? Um, I'm going to go with D-Hop as well, but I would say if Antonio Brown was still playing, mm-hmm. I think that – he would be oh the unanimous. God. No, I honestly, if he was the unanimous best wide receiver in the game, dude, you can't couple, argue for, Michael for, Thomas, man. The guy had seventeen hundred yards last year. No, no, but oh, you could actually say Antonio Brown has been the best wide receiver in the league for five years prior to this year. I could give you that. I, I so, just, and I think the problem that we uh, we come across right now is that no one has overtaken that throne yet. I just wish Antonio Brown did not go off the loony bin because if he was able to play that season with uh with Brady and well if he never went off the loony bin I don't think I think he'd still be in uh well he'd be in Las Vegas now. Well see I, I don't yeah but I don't know. I just I don't think I don't really think Gruden liked him at all man. Because he's nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be arguments, you know, Michael Thomas, you got your DeAndre Hopkins, you got your Julio Jones. I mean, other than those three, I really don't think there's 
anyone else really close to those three. All right. So I'll just rattle off some stats here. Combine like last two years of stats, 2018 and 2019. Hopkins is third amongst those three in total yards. And he is also tied for first for touchdowns. So who's got the most? Most yards is Thomas, then Jones, and almost 300 behind. Three, Actually, 340 yards behind is Hopkins. Yeah, but that's a couple of big plays here and there. Um, Julio Jones can't, can't score a touchdown, so he's out of the debate right there. I'll give it to you. All right, all right. So we'll move along. Running backs, top, give it to me. Oh, wow. That's... Uh, Derrick Henry is obviously the best running back in the game. Uh, give him a little bit of an offensive line and a throwing game. Uh, he's the best in the league, hands down. I would have to go with Christian McCaffrey, man. I'm going McCaffrey. Uh, he, so I got... McCaffrey does it all. He can run the ball out of the backfield. He can run people over. He can catch the ball. He can even block. Wait, did Calf? Uh, did he bring his team to a uh, the playoffs? Did he? Well, he's all they got, man. Listen, he's the only one they got because you know you had the situation with Cam Newton. You had the situation with. I don't even know who the hell else they was. Kyle Allen, I think, might have been a quarterback there. Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback at freaking Tennessee. He, you can't compare. It's it's apples and apples. See, I find it more impressive that McCaffrey's done this when teams literally know he is all they have. Yeah, I, you know what? I have to agree with that. And let's. I mean, for some reason, the Titans believe in Tannehill. When he was with the Dolphins, the man stunk. Um, Tannehill's uh, dude. He. He really showed something last year in that playoffs, man. I I have to disagree with you, Gon. Gon. Didn't he throw for eighty-one yards in one? It, of the it games? doesn't matter. He, he listen. <laughs> All right, we're not going to debate the quarterback. We're not debating Ryan Tannehill right now. Who the hell cares? Uh, exactly. That's that's why. I mean, you know, you, you can also put Dalvin Cook up there if he's healthy. He could. No, absolutely not. For the record, Gonzo, uh, all-purpose yards here, taking out all the punts and all that jazz. And kickoffs, but um, McCaffrey has fourteen hundred more yards combined the last two years than Derek yeah, Henry. smoking him out of the water. See you later. He only has two more touchdowns, though. I'll give you that. What about all right? Let's do. Uh, what about per touch? Average yards per touch, dude. What we we have no funding. What what do you think I am? I think you're the stat man. I think you should know that if you're going to argue with me, because I know for a fact that Derrick Henry gets more yards got- per carry than Calf. We got uh, Greg over here doing freaking stats. We don't got a stat guy. What the hell? All right. Who wants Who wants to be our stat guy? I'm trying I'll, out here. We got no funding. I don't want a stat guy. I think we should hire someone. <laughs> we're not even yeah. getting paid. What makes you think we're going to pay a guy to do stats? Oh, I'm, I'm getting paid on this. See that ad I have going? Yeah, I, I did notice that. It's, uh, very, very clever of you, Mr. Gonzalez. Uh, you know. I've made uh, 82 cents so far. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, uh, wait, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, all right. I also have another breaking news update with uh, Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. Chris Godwin has agreed to change his number, and Brady didn't have to pay him. 
What type of shit is that? You're gonna make Tom Brady pay to get number Dude, twelve. I would have got that guy for like a hundred thousand dollars. That's ignorant. It would That's... be classy for him to pay regardless. It would be kind of classy. Also, I, I you've heard stuff like that. This guy's gonna get a Godwin a freaking new contract. He's gonna be so freaking big. He's gonna be yeah, he's gonna make Tom Brady for the rest of also, the life. Also, Tom is uh leasing Derek Jeter's home, his mansion, right outside of Tampa. Good move. Smart business. There's no need to uh buy a house down in Tampa. We all know he likes New York and um and the West Coast, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, oh, nobody, nobody likes New York. Yeah, you're right. I hate it here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, man, it sounds like you got a man crush to me, man. Listen, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. It is what it is. Wait, what about uh, Carson Wentz? Oh, you know, Wentz is a Wentz is a, a good quarterback too, but he's he's no Tom Brady. Nah, all right, all right, all right. We're we're getting off the rails here a little bit, uh, guys. With the Carson Wentz, uh, maybe another time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, are going to have a guest. His name is Nathan Moyer, and uh, we'll get back to you shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our guest on today's podcast, Nathan Moyer. Welcome aboard, buddy. Yo, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure so far already, and I uh, can't wait to hop right into this. Been a big fan ever since you guys started. Heard uh, heard you were pretty upset that you were not the first guest since we bought the podcast back. Oh, I was fuming. I mean, day one fan and uh, not even the first guest. I come on here third. It's a big disappointment. Boy, bring up the energy, man. Get Bring right it down. Like, you don't even sound like you're excited to be here, man. This is why you weren't our first guest. Uh, understandable, understandable. All right, all right, Moyer. So uh, we're going to touch base on our two debates that we had earlier in the podcast. We want to get your opinion on them. Top receiver in the NFL right now? Uh, Greg Ward, for sure, came in for the Eagles. Executed the job perfectly. Okay? He was what on was the practice the squad. Caught the balls, you know. Way better than Aguilar. Thank God someone else agrees that this Aguilar guy stinks. I did. Well, that's three to three to one odds right now. Gonzo, you're out. Well, I just thought we should have brought him back for that price. You're out. <laughs> no, but on Real Talk, though, uh, Julio Jones, uh, I would have to say he's best receiver in the game right now. Well, how can you be the best at something if you don't score a touchdown? He's got Matt Ryan as QB. Matt Ryan Matt stinks. Oh, come on. Stinks. Matt, yo, just because just he went to Penn Charter, you, you got a little uh, lovey-dovey hard for him. Hey, uh, I'm going to defend me. Matt Ryan. He's from Exxon, damn it. He stinks. He He's better than a uh, freaking uh, Big Dick Nick. Better than Tannehill. Actually, I don't even know anymore. How many Super Bowls does Matt Ryan have? What is that? No. no. None. Zero. Oh. His claim to fame is he's a uh, a neighborhood guy that went to Penn Charter and probably broke all the high school football records. Stinks. Yo, but, Stinks. but Eli Manning has two Super Bowls. and Are we going to call him a good QB? Touche. Yeah. He's going he's to be a Hall of Famer. He will be, but 
I mean, he's not breaking any huge records there. I mean, Matt Ryan hasn't got lucky yet. Eli Manning got lucky twice. (laughs) Back to uh, Julio Jones. Let's see what else you got here for us, Moyer. What about him? What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? I'm going to slap you upside the head. (laughs) This this guy stinks. Oh, I mean, listen. I would hope, you know – when you're six foot five, a freak athlete, I hope you would be a pretty good wide receiver in the NFL. Who who do you say is the best receiver? Michael I got Thomas. DeAndre Hopkins. That I mean, that's a good choice. I just think Julio will outwork him. I think he outworks him now already. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Moyer, top running back, and if you say Saquon Barkley, I'm going to slap you upside the head. Well, it looks like I'm going to slap right across the face because I'm picking Saquon Barkley. He's terrible. Oh, my God. Guy can't stay healthy. They can't stay healthy. He had high ankle sprain. That's it. Guy's definition of eye candy, Saquon Barkley. Eye candy? Put him on a good team. He's playing with Eli Manning as his QB. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones might be worse than Eli Manning. Danny Dimes, I mean, with a nickname like that, it can't be too All right, bad. I'll, I'll tell you what. This, Barkley is a very good running back. Now, I remember, I believe it was, no. it was two years ago, Eagles-Giants at the link. The Giants were up at halftime, and, you know, Barkley was running all over the Eagles. Next thing you know, they come out. He touches the ball four times in the second half. I remember that. And game. the Eagles come back and win. To me, it's not Barkley's fault. Um, you know, he just has an idiot coach, an idiot organization. Hey, man, that idiot coach was with us when we won a Super Bowl. Well, he was a great assistant. He certainly ain't a good head coach, let me tell you that. That's fair. But, man, I don't think Saquon Barkley is a good running back. When you put the ball in his hands – he makes plays, okay? Yeah, he physically they, makes the Giants, plays for like three yards. The Giants take the ball away from him. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like uh, that. Think about uh, this. Christian uh. McCaffrey uh, down, in the, down in Carolina finds a way to win because they give him the ball. They don't give Saquon the ball. Yeah, they do. And what do you mean win. they don't win in Carolina? He wins. Wait, with a backup QB? None loser of them win. We're talking year. about the tallest loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Boyer. All right. On a more serious note, man, uh, the NCAA recently uh, granted the eligibility for spring athletes. And uh, a lot of winter sport athletes have been upset that they did not receive eligibility back. Uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on it, man. What but do you think? Hold on. Before you give your opinion, are you coming back with that use of eligibility? Hashtag sixth year. Yeah, hashtag sixth year. Uh, that's a big debate right now. I, I'd love to come back, uh, but fifty thousand dollars. It's a, it's a big debate. But uh, there is a word on the street. Winter... Horvath is willing to give some hefty amount of money for you to come back. Who the hell are Sorry. your sources? Yeah, <laughs> let me find out those sources, and then we'll uh, be in contact with them. Fair enough. But uh, winter sports, nah, fuck them, fuck them, get rid of them. You don't need them. They played. Oh, they played their whole season. 
It's the family podcast. Mrs. They Sabbath. played their whole season. Jesus, you're going to have Mrs. Sabbath learning these new words she's never heard of. Jeez, <laughs> man. Yo, they played their whole season already. Just because they didn't play in the tournament. They already played their – they already had their season champions. Some of them started their conference tournaments, but still. You know if you're going to win that conference tournament. I mean, I played 10 games. Of course I should get my uh, eligibility back. But they played probably – they played three-quarters of their season, if you know, if you include the tournament and everything. Uh, I mean, they played three-quarters. Three like, yeah, they, they played like 95% of their games already. They, they definitely shouldn't uh, be happy that they got to play that much. Exactly. Now, okay, er- fair enough. earlier before uh, you came on, Moyer, uh, we had a an incident where uh, Ron was telling us uh, the fence is one and you are zero. I need an explanation. The fence is one? Yeah, Moyer, remember you, you, oh. you ripped the oh, field, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, the fence is definitely up big. Now, at least I'm glad I ate my Wawa before I hopped the fence, but <laughs> my, my body did not win against the fence. Neither did you. I, too. <laughs> I fell about eight foot straight to my back. Black uh, out. Can we clarify that? What's eight, eight feet? Okay, eight feet, whatever. Whatever eight you feet. want to class. What, did you jump a cliff? Oh, uh, at least it seemed like a big fence. You didn't ru- now look. <laughs> you mean it? T- looking back, it's it's probably a four foot fence. You mean to tell me my shoe? Ron, Ron didn't call the medics for you to get medical attention. No, dude, he didn't wait a while. Dude, while no one was it. there. He's left us. <laughs> no, he deserved every bit of it. What a bad friend. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got scared because I was climbing through this person's backyard and their uh, floodlight popped on. Mm. So I was like, oh shit, I gotta hop this fence quick. Caught the shoe, fell right to my back. Glad I didn't have the Wawa in my hand. Would have been a waste of a trip then. What was the beer count on that night? Beer count? We're going to probably say like 15 to 20. Was that a horse? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Is that turkey? I mean, that's a a normal night for you, Moyer. Yeah, we've been trying to get into the 20 range a lot lately with this quarantine. He's past his prime, guys. He, is he? He's washed up. Yeah, he's washed up. Uh, so more on a more serious note, uh, do you want to talk about uh your senior season, man? You know, I I really thought we were going with something special going with this season. Say that every year though, but uh, <laughs> I really felt something good coming. Uh, but getting the season cut short, it's a different uh ending to the season than what you're anticipating. You really expect to lose on the field if you're gonna go out that way and not be a winner, but uh. We went out as a winner. We won our last game, and uh, the season got taken away from us. Uh, completely different uh, reaction than uh, the previous four years that I've been here. It's been rough. Been rough. I'll tell you what, man. You guys getting that last win of the year just bought Corvath another two years. <sighs> Yo, but honestly, that might have been the best game of baseball I've seen the team play in the five years I've been here. Wow. Uh, whoa. whoa. That's, that's, a, that's a hard Whoa. All, all around. This kid comes out here in disrespect. Jeez. Gunner goes out there, pitches a gem. We played in the championship one year. Uh, uh, we lost uh, both games. Uh, you were games? a part of the Dominican game where Luke True. threw his 
ACL or oh, UCL. His ACL. <laughs> he threw his knee right out of there. Oh, man. His UCL was left on the field. Caranta blasts two home runs, and you mean to tell me that your I last mean, game of the year was the best baseball game you – I said, I said one of the best. I said one of the best. Why do not these home runs went out of the stadium? I'm saying one of the best. Brandon's home runs and Luke out there in Dominican – that will be a day that will never be forgotten. I, that, I still think that's the big a story is they're holding back Mr. Wells in the stands, man. They're talking raw at Steven. <laughs> Yo, but he laid down a beautiful bunt that game to put us in a great opportunity to send that to extra innings that game. So, Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, so, Moyer, uh, rumor has it is you're an architect and you have big, big plans for this baseball field. Oh, yeah. So, I've uh, been uh, working with the president of the university. You know, they've been calling me a big shot around campus. No, but, I didn't uh, hear that. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no definitely the big shot around. Yeah, where's Mike with the uh, fact checks? Yeah, I, I got you. Um, but uh, have big plans, completely changing the university. We're going to try and get some athletic facilities here. That way we're not outsourcing all of our uh, money to the NAC, you know keeping that place afloat, but uh, going to try and keep it in-house, do all of our training in-house, uh, try and build sports culture on the campus, maybe go D1 one day. We'll see, but uh, not looking uh, not looking promising. Can you confirm that Horvath will still be the coach if we go D1? I sure hope not, but I mean – I mean, we he does have his perks. Like, he – he he does a job. He does but... buy us Wawa. But he does you guys buy yourselves Wawa. Uh, that's true. Anyway, Moyer, what are some of the things you had in mind for the field? Batting cages, grandstand, dugout, anything? Oh, yeah, we're talking about uh, renovation completely. We're getting dugouts finally. We're getting some grandstands. We're talking about an indoor turf facility, uh, athletes' weight room. We're getting a new locker room along with a new golf facility on campus, working with the softball team also, getting some pitching tunnels in there, getting all state-of-the-art equipment, rap soda. Where's this going? Hit tracks. Oh, it's going – you know where Seed Center is? Yeah. Fuck it. Take it out. (laughs) I don't know, man. sounds like I'm going to need to have a lot of babies for this next round of stimulus checks if that's going to happen. Well, let let me tell you this. I'm uh, I'm 24 years old. I'd be surprised by the time I'm 45 if that shit gets done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised if I turn 100 and that thing gets built. They've been Horvath has been singing and dancing about how they got this plan going in since I was a freshman there. I'm sure he probably told you guys. Listen, what they need to do is they need to drop a bomb on that field, blow it up, start all over, and that's how they're gonna have to do it. Other than that. Nothing is really going to get yeah. at that place. You're going to be hitting in Harris Gym. You're going to be fielding the foam stupid balls in Harris Gym. Uh, softball, no one really cares about them. Who cares about their pitching tunnels? Um, yeah. Jesus. That's, that's, that's where I'm so at. So are you saying that baseball is the only sport that uh, should be on campus? No, nah, I mean, listen, basketball makes the most money. Soccer's probably a close second. Uh, they probably don't even make money. Yeah, I mean, listen, they win. Uh, they got Hall of Fame coaches over there. Basically, until the baseball team wins something, they're really not going to get anything. Valid point. Valid point. 
I don't know, man. I, I don't think anybody deserves anything. We all suck. But uh, that's just my well, opinion. I love the team spirit there, Ron. Good campus energy. Hey, man. You, you, I keep it straight. I keep it straight. Yo, if you get some new things, maybe it bring, brings in different talent. Who knows? Uh, Moyer, tell us uh, the best part about living in Lancaster. It seems like a lot of people want to know about it. Robbie was literally jumping for joy when he first saw a horse and buggy. <laughs> the mag- sounds like it's a magical land over there. So please tell me what's great about it. What's great about Lancaster? Uh, the bitches. The, there's not much about Lancaster there's that this you can first hate. Words that come out of this guy's <laughs> mouth is there's not much. There's not much I can hate, but there's not much you can love. It's a pleasant place, you know. I don't got to see my neighbors, so I mean, get plenty of land out there to uh, go scavenge in the corn, the farm fields. If I run out corn, well, I, I'm just, just hop I'm over just into kinda, the farm field and get some corn. I'm kind of upset that I've never been invited over to the Moyers residence. Oh, I invite you all the time. Don't even no, bring up that shit. you are such a bad friend. So the most positive thing I've heard out of this is you have land to do activities, but you you can go get corn. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. What the hell is this place, hell? Yo, you were there. You saw it. Yeah, I you run out corn better than that. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you uh, what. Working in West Philly, you see people riding their horses every day. So, yeah, but they're not going to go. It get wouldn't corn. make a goddamn difference if I went out in Lancaster and seen some old dude with a scruffy beard driving his stupid horse on the road. When I see them in West Philly every goddamn day, hey, they have more yep. horse shit on the roads in Lancaster than Philly. Oh, uh, don't get me wrong, I agree. Big positive. All right. We also have more horse shit than we do people in Lancaster. So, Moyer, what's the hot stock right what's now? Up? Hot stock, definitely not Bowen. It's just taking my money right now. Just taking it. Did you also put it did in? Did you it? also buy that coffee company that Ron suggested? Oh, no. Sure as hell, not oh. hot. No, I uh, I checked uh, checked it and I saw that Ron was investing, so I stayed away. Yeah, like okay. Gambling. Whatever Ron does, you pick the <laughs> and you still lose anyway. Oh yeah, you still. All lose. right, guys, it's been an awesome podcast. Moyer, thank you for joining us, guys. Thank you for having Have a me. Great weekend. Thank you, everyone. You too, fellas. Thank you.